Welcome into Smooth Operators with your hosts, Noah, Griggs, and Ben, going through the world of Formula One. If you want to interact with the show today, you can tweet at us at Noah underscore Phillips, at Junior underscore McClurkin, and at the Griggs B. It's time for the green flag, and it's lights out, and away we go. And go. Hello, and welcome, all you beautiful listeners, into the Bradley Basin Studio inside the Melton Student Center. Right now, we uh, may be doing this podcast a little bit differently, as you will continue to see over the past 15 minutes. There are no commercial breaks, as we are not live because our recording messed up earlier today, but right now it is currently 9.36, and you're listening to WEGL 91.1 FM's exclusive Formula One show. I'm joined by Griggs, Ben, and his girlfriend, Elizabeth. Let's get into this one, guys. Yeah, second time today. Second time's the charm, as everyone says. Yeah, this is like when you listen to an album and then you get the deluxe album and you find extended versions of the songs you love. It's like the fries at the bottom of the bag. Yeah, so it's welcome. More, more to love. Welcome, welcome back, Elizabeth. First and technically second time on the show now, but first time on the recording version. Thank you very much. Yeah, let's get right into what we. We'll change it up a little bit from what we started with earlier. Yeah. Let's start with the Brazil recap. So Brazil happened this past weekend. It was a sprint weekend. As you if you listened to it last weekend, I was kind of surprised to see qualifying happen on Friday because I didn't know it was a sprint weekend. But it was, and that race was taken by a Mr. George Russell, his maiden win in Formula One, followed by his teammate Lewis Hamilton, second, the first one-two for Mercedes since 2020. And coming home in third was Char- uh, Carlos Sainz. So... What a race that really was. That was crazy. Every single part of that race was crazy. Um, qualifying with Kevin Magnuson's maiden pole mm-hmm. after racing in Formula One for six <laughs> years. Um, and then Max Verstappen falling places during the sprint race after taking them back. Um, the race itself was just a ride about on every front except for the lead. Um, and, I mean, the midfield was good. Lando Norris did great. <laughs> um, Daniel Ricciardo did great. Sad, sad for McLaren. When after I said Lando, after me and you both said that Lando would have a good race. Nicholas Latifi did really well. What is good well for Nicholas Latifi finishing the race? Nicholas Latifi finished a race. That's that's always a W. Uh, in that beautiful Williams car. Mm. Hey, it's not ugly. It's not ugly. It just looks a lot like a chicane right now. It just looks like it's very slow. It looks like it looks like a moving chicane. He didn't finish in last, actually. Yuki Sonoda finished in last. So there we go. Yeah, well, Yuki Sonoda also got punted, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he spun and or had some kind of disaster because he would not have normally finished last. Yeah, so fastest lap of the race went to Mr. George Russell with a 113.785. And the fastest pit stop went to Red Bull. But, yeah, that was was great. I think the craziest part of that race, we'll get into it, was the Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton collision that happened pretty early on in the race. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a collision. Sometimes that stuff happens, especially early in a race. Yeah, it does. A lot of chaos. A whole lot of chaos. It was... We, we said that we were going to see blood in the water, so to speak, and I, I think it lived up to that. Uh, but let's, let's, let's do a little recap of our race predictions. Y'all both had Mercedes finishing on top. Um, I did. Did I, have, did I have Lewis winning? 
Uh, yes, you did. I think I did have Lewis. You winning. did have Lewis winning. So I was almost right. I've always all my Lewis predictions have almost come true. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's your lucky guy. Ocon is not your lucky guy. Hey, he finished in the points this time after, did I didn't say, after I didn't say a word about him, mind you. I he did not say a word about it. And we have forbade you from speaking about him. I will not speak on, on S-Man Ocon. Um, and Noah, you did well too. Um, though you did say Leclerc would get second, he got third. My predictions were completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah, we did better than Ben for once. We beat yeah. ben, We beat Benward. For once, and I do hope it's the last time you'll ever be right. Well, you only got one more chance this year. I've never held it over you, but no, I hope this is the last time you're right about anything. Mm, Whoa, 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 whoa. Who's still got the most overall picks correct? I think you by a large margin, but. I am am a reliable take guy. I'm your guy. Anyways, um, one thing I will say before we move on to the more recent news in Formula One um, is that that track is truly gorgeous and I'm very glad that that will remain on the calendar. Bring back the old layout and keep the Brazilian fans coming out strong. Keep it up, Brazil. Keep it up, Brazil. I mean, we love you guys. We love that was a great race, really. From Even though I didn't get to watch too much of it, I watched a little bit of the start in like the last 10, 12 laps since I was coming back from watching a soccer game with my dad in Columbus. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Russell really showed out this weekend. It was a very strong weekend for the Merck boys. Starting Lewis starting um, – or Russell starting in P3 and then ending up winning the sprint. Lewis came coming back all the way from P8 to finish in the sprint um, P3. So, yeah. strong weekend for Mercedes. Get their first Excellent. win of their year, and they get a 1-2 in their first win of the year. So, now the race winners this year are – Max Verstappen, Checo Perez, Carlos Sainz, Charles Leclerc, and now Mr. George Russell. So I'll have a, I'll drink a latte to that. I'll drink a latte to that. Um, you don't drink coffee. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, Griggs. You, well, I'll drink a latte. Your, for your him. lattes, Griggs, are like chocolate peppermint lattes. Hey, what is it? What does it end with? So does Liz. Liz what, likes what, peppermint. Hey, Liz, lattes. what is the end of that thing he just said? Was it was a latte, right? Latte. Yeah. Yeah, but latte. you know what? He said you know what? It's George Russell's favorite drink. And, well, you uh, need to be a man and drink your coffee look, black. Man, look, man. Any milk is Sergio fine. Perez, Sergio Perez drinks his lattes with tequila. I don't want to I don't know it. if that's true or not. It's not. It definitely is not true. 100% not real. That is definitely but, not true. Okay. Let's let's re, refocus here a little bit as we start to move on to the more recent news. Um, a little bit more on this last little bit of that race. Um, yeah, yeah. So, when um, – uh, yeah, it's just one. So we'll talk about this other situation later. So Charles and Carlos were on the radio at the end of the race, mainly Charles saying, I want this position. I want to win this race. Uh, I, I need to go up more to be up more in the driver's standings when yeah. Carlos was in P3 in front of him. What is your really guys' thoughts on that one? I know we've already said this stuff already today, so I'm just repeating it again. But Hey, you do it better the second time. You do, yeah. We mess up the mistakes. We don't, even though we don't make mistakes ever. We are perfect. We are perfect. Mm. Noah, okay. yeah, we hey, definitely quite a, have never quite, quite over there made a mistake. Uh, well, this is responding ever. to our takes like that. Dang, we've never, never. I'm but just no, just a fly on the wall right now. <laughs> Noah, what is your thoughts on that? Since you're the you're the as we have said the Ferrari correspondent on this show. <laughs> this is about the um, Max and no. Um, Charles and oh, Carlos. Yeah, yeah. So basically, eh, we'll talk about that more. Yeah, we'll, a bit. we'll talk about that later, like we did in the live version. We'll talk about Listen team orders that. in general. 
my my view has always been the same. You know, racing drivers are there to race. You can't boss them around and stuff like that. It, you know, as as the uh, Wood Brothers uh, owner once said, we only put one car on the racetrack because there's only one winner at the end of the day. You know, you got to let racers go out there race, and it can't be dominated by uh, driver orders. And also, as for P3 and P4. You can't take a podium, yeah, you podium away from You can't take a podium away. No. Don't take a podium off your teammate. Also, to that Wood Brothers quote, doesn't that mean they get half as many points? Well, in NASCAR, it's not about uh, team points. It's about uh, driver's That's points. right. It's totally individual. It's about, it's about winning a playoff. Right. I don't know what that means. But exactly. No one I, I, I even knows watched, what it means, but I it's provocative. It gets the people going. Na- NASCAR people does going. not get the people going. It gets the people that going. That Chastain move got me going. That was yeah. an amazing move. The that watermelon, was watermelon. No one, no one can explain that move away to me. It was as something other than epic. It was physics because you go. I listened to a Hank Green's TikTok. You went around the circle faster on the outside since you don't have to break, and the thing you're worried about crashing into, you're already crashing into it. That is true. So centripetal force or something like that. Cent- I don't know. Centripetal acceleration. A centrifugal force actually doesn't exist. It's just Okay, okay. okay no, Mr. we are not okay. smart enough to talk about this okay, topic. Mr. We, we got to go back to Formula 1. Mr. Engineering over there. Okay. Uh, hire me. <laughs> All right, let's just move on from this one. It's late. I'm tired. Um, uh, so. All right, that was a good show, everybody. Thank you not, for coming out just, today. Um <laughs> So the news that broke last night before at least I went to bed was the one of the final drivers uh, for the driver market this year. It was Mick Schumacher announcing or Haas announcing they will not renew Mick Schumacher for next season and they will be taking on Mr. Nico Ilkenberg for the this season of Formula One. Nico only raced in one race in Formula One this year. He replaced Sebastian Vettel in Bahrain at the beginning of this season. He is also dead last in the driver standings behind our king. Nicholas, Nicholas Latifi. Latifi. Jinx. Um, <laughs> Noah, as, as a Ferrari stan. And as, <laughs> I love how we just keep turning to for, Noah for Ferrari. Yeah, and as a Schumacher stan. Stan. I don't know about that. You kind of forgot Michael was alive. Mm. Um, Did, oh. Not forgot. Didn't know. Oh, yeah, that's There's right. A There's a difference. I fell asleep you, during the documentary. <laughs> are, you really a, are you really a true fan? Well, okay, first and foremost, <laughs> um, it's hard to wait, stay wait, awake wait, wait. these days. Second of all, <laughs> before we get yeah, into that, true. yes. When you have no sleep, it's really hard to stay awake. Um, my thing about Mick Schumacher is he does need to be driving. Yeah, He's still young. I think he needs to be – and I'll, I know he's probably going to get a lot of reps at simulators and stuff being the reserve driver and probably will get at least a couple practice reps, it feels like, with Mercedes because – Lewis Hamilton is not getting any younger. No, and we, we both think he's going to be racing for a long, a long while, I believe, yeah. but he's not getting any younger. Yeah, one thing I will say to that is the reserve role has worked out really well for Nick DeVries. I mean, he he's in has. a seat, is he not? And a large part of that was that uh, Monza points that he got for being a reserve driver. Yeah, putting Mick in a competitive car, he will get points. Yeah, Nick's going to um. Um, I'm sorry, my brain's. Um, he's going to Alphatari, right? Uh, as a reserve? Yeah. Uh, no, as the main driver. Oh yeah, Nick. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought yeah. you said Mick. Sorry, the names sound very similar. Yeah, I agree with that. The names do sound Mick, similar. Nick, 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 Nick. But we're, we didn't talk about this earlier today. But the fact that the Schumacher name is right now up in the air for what the future is in Formula One. 
Mick's got a cousin. That's good. So there might be another Schumacher, but not like direct, like actually like lineage of Michaels. Well, yeah, but you know, Ralph, his brother, was also very successful in Formula One. That that family name is just kind of like uh, the Petties. He's uh, he's family by marriage, not blood. Oh, uh, the cousin. Yeah, and I he's still good. So, right? Yeah, I believe he's good. Yeah. I believe he's good. <laughs> well, if he doesn't have the Schumacher blood and he's still good enough, but he's got the last name, I'd say he's earned it. Yeah. I'd but, say he's earned it more than Mick. But now we're down to one open spot left in next season's driver pairings. It is the last spot for Williams. They re-signed Alex Albon. So now it is up to that good old American boy, as they chant sometimes in Europe for American players. It is up to Logan Sargent to finish in the top, I believe, eight of the F2 points standings. Right now, he's actually, I saw this earlier today, he's in P, uh, the third place in the standings, but they have to go through another sprint race this weekend for F2 and the actual F2 race. And they're all yeah. really close together in points, So, but anything can happen, even though it looks a little bit more likely than it should be. That's something that I will be watching. Um, and we, probably not live because it's at 6 a.m., but it'll definitely be something to keep an eye on. I don't know. How do they schedule those races out in between the Formula One races? Uh, it's in between sessions. So, like, you'll have you'll have your FP1, and then there's, like, 15 hours in between FP1 and FP2. And so that, during that time, they'll run an F1 sprint – or an F2 sprint, an F2 quali, uh, F2 feature race. Do they, have like an, do they have, like, separate garages or something? Um, or a separate pit lane, or do they use the – can't imagine these. They, the they don't. They don't use the same paddock. Uh, they actually. Well, what's what's interesting about F two is that the cars kind of show up ready to race. There's not a whole lot of tuning that goes on that isn't done at their respective factories. Mm-hmm. And from what I've seen, they use the. Actually, wait. I, I couldn't tell you. I. <laughs> I've never seen an F two car pit. I'm pretty sure they don't pit. The is races like are sh- short enough. I'm going to guess it's just short races. Yeah, they're, they're sprint races, and the feature race is like 14 laps. So if you if you crash, you're out. And if you run out of gas, you're out. If, you're... If, you run out of ga- if you run out of gas and race, I'm pretty sure you're out. Yeah, typically that's the case. <coughs> but if you're even like anything, anything goes wrong. Like you can't change tires, I'm pretty sure. I'll look into that. But the, the format's very much different. So do you all think Sargent's going to get it if he – He's going. He's the seat's already given to him if he gets it. But do you think he can pull off being top eight? Oh yeah, he's he's got the talent. I think he does too. And the other thing about um, F two is they do reverse grids for their qualifying. Yeah. So he could very much already be in the top eight and just have to defend for a couple laps. Yeah. The Sunday race only lasts an hour, so there's no pit stops. Hmm. And the Saturday sprint race is forty five minutes. So. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, they you, go by. They go timed. They do go timed. Or by distance, whichever one comes first. So, like, if it's at if it's at Spa, it's going to be timed because the lap covers more distance than what is allotted. I don't. But think, it's under the certain amount of time. Yeah, and I don't think F two races every single weekend is Formula One, correct? No, it doesn't. So they've had five weeks off. Oh uh, yeah, I was about to say I'm like I haven't heard of them forever, and they're talking about how he needs to finish this in Abu Dhabi. I'm like, well, that's a lot of time. In that's a that. long way away. But it wasn't. Well, it's it's come it up the next, on us. It was the next you? race. It's come up on us. No, we were, we've been talking about it for like four weeks, and it's just it just is here now. I wonder if that affects Logan Indy. Like, you have a chance to fulfill one of your dreams, but and you're just sitting there waiting just, on it. You got to sit and wait. And now you got to 
for this one race. Oh yeah, I would not stop dreaming about it, and not in a good way. No, I would just be, I'd be like so fearful. That's kind of who I am anyway. But yeah, Logan, or sorry, no, any thoughts on that one? I mean, yeah, he'll. I, th- I definitely think he can get P eight. I, you know, I think at the end of the day, uh, dreams don't stop when you're doing a dream like that. You know. You yeah. never stop yeah. trying to get to the next dream. So, I mean, I'm sure Sir, uh, Sir Lewis Hamilton still loses sleep uh, sleep every day because he wants to get eight instead of seven. Hmm. Maybe sleeping a little bit longer. But yeah, any other thoughts on Mick? We're kind of flying through this material, so it's yeah, be a shorter are. podcast. Well, the good news for you people is that we've already done this once, so there will be no time of figuring out what we have to say. No improvisation. We are here. That's we are now, part. we are talking to you. That's You're, the best, like, podcast, though. Yeah. I also just sounded like a true crime narrator. I don't know why. I think it's because of the basketball game. Oh, yeah, totally forgot. We just had a basketball game. That was fun. No, we won. Sorry you didn't get to go, Noah. Yeah, for this essay that is still being written as this uh, podcast takes place, currently writing about a Paradise Lost, if anybody's ever heard of that. Oh. Epic. Well, we've been out and about for a long time after, after I realized the – Peter didn't save the recording. Hey, Peter. We checked the, uh, we went, we all, us three went to go check out the new facility at the, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it, the Waltz. Voltots. The Waltots. Practice uh, Football facility. performance. Some, something like us that, three. Ben said. Uh, yeah, Liz and Griggs and I went and checked that out. That was pretty sick. Hey. Mm, and then we. I beg to differ, but. Well, what, yeah, we <laughs> did. <laughs> we waited what, in a line what, for like. No, what's 30 up? 30 minutes, and it was freezing. I couldn't take you, me. Y'all didn't want to invite me. I saw you were sleep. <laughs> I saw on your story you were napping or something. I'm not napping. I was talking about how I'm awesome I am. Your, I'm not on your story. Yes, you are. No. This is the kind of stuff we don't get more on air. This is funny. Even Yeah, even though we're not saying... We're still saying improved words, but yeah, sorry about that. And then yeah, so Liz, t- describe to us the experience that we had. No, no, no. Let's just continue on talking about Formula One. We can talk about this after the podcast about Noah's. I'll talk to you You're about ruining it. my time to shine. Yeah. Ru- okay, then yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Noah, I'll talk to you all about Formula One while I rub your back until you fall asleep tonight. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep. I'm writing an essay about. <laughs> Paradise Lost and how epic similes have changed how we think about the devil. Uh, That's well, an interesting uh, concept. But did you all enjoy the basketball game, the first one you all have been to this year? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I love seeing Griggs on the hardwood. Like he was I'm not playing. I'm, I'm not playing. Yes, he was on the floor. Griggs and I were feeding off of each other's energy. I don't know if you heard me behind you. No, I heard you. You were you were some funny stuff. Yeah, I was I was uttering some funny things about referees and everything. Uh yeah. And players. And, and yeah. none of it negative. It was all just humorous. I, I was just saying things. Good try that were, there. You can do it. <laughs> good try. Good try. I, I I would say stuff like that. Or like, hey man, your one of your socks is higher than the other. Stuff like that. Just gonna, suggestions. Gonna, things that are helpful. You're gonna have a lot of no context things you can use Noah tomorrow morning. Yeah. yeah. So I may just like go no context smooth operators. This whole episode. and then just not have anything. <laughs> no um, no context smooth operators. Liz just sits there in silence. Let's just move on now. Let's get to our next third topic, and that is the Checo Perez, Max Verstappen, and Red Bull drama. So if you didn't watch the race this weekend, there was a chance where Max Verstappen and Checo Perez, Max was ahead of Checo, I believe, in P5, and Checo was in P6. 
Red Bull asked Max to flip with Checo. Max refused, and they kept asking him. Max already said, I had already told you his reasoning behind that, and he ended up finishing the race in front of Checo, who, because of this, is now tied with Charles Leclerc for P2 in the driver's standings. So what's going on over with the boys in Milton Keynes? Look, man, it's not that big of a deal to let your teammate pass you if he's going faster than you and he needs the points, and you know that, and it'll help your team do it. And then also the other thing about it's not the same thing. We were talking about this kind of a little bit earlier where you have Charles, Charles and Carlos. That's a little bit different of a story because yeah, one person's going to make a podium, one's not. I mean, it's if not you're, at all the same. If you're a P, I understand if it was P1 or P2, kind of like last year with Lando and um, Daniel where McLaren exactly. waited until like all the whole time, like, are we going to give Lando this win or should we let Daniel stay out in front? And then this year, where it was like Charles and uh, Carlos were, Charles asking, but then they're like, you can't take, Martin Brunner was like, you can't take a podium for him. But this is an entirely different thing. Max has already won all that he can win this year besides races. He was not going to be in contention to be on that top step on Sunday. And Checo is in a race to finish 1-2 in the driver's standings and 1-2 for the constructors, which would be the, honestly, that is the absolute perfect season in Formula 1. Like, there can't be anything better than that. Yeah. Yeah, and fi- finishing by the margin that they did, why not put the the cherry on top, so to speak, and let your teammate show that your team is the most dominant team in Formula One history this season? Well, one of the most. I would say that Ferrari in 2004 uh, or Williams in 1994 would be more dominant, arguably, but one of the most dominant seasons in Formula One history. Why not just let them through, dude? Seriously. Honestly, yeah, just 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 show some we, class. Honestly, we both are Max fans, and I, I I'd argue that I'm Max inclined. I just like watching him race. I'd say I'm a kind of more of a Max fan. I mean, yeah. I shotgun a Red Bull every time they win, he wins. But I did one with him. I'll admit it. That was fun, wasn't it? Was it? Was a rush. It was a rush. Yeah, it shout was out, a rush. Shout out to Liz for videoing that. Appreciate yeah, that Liz. one. What did I video? Absolutely. When we shotgun <laughs> the Red Bulls, I'm pretty sure we've only shotgun them once. The Red Bulls. Oh, outside yes. Ben's apartment. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. that was lit. Thank you for that. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> that was the that was the time Noah was out of town. Uh, yeah, I stole Noah's, your job. Noah. Noah has apparently not been included in this friendship You've at all. What? Hey, what? No, we literally. Hey, you guys shouted out like we you no, know, we got a new listener to the podcast. I forgot what his name was, but we saw him on the side of the street, and I saw him in a Red Bull jacket, and then we started talking. Jeff. Jeff. No, was it Jeff? Name's James. No. It started with a G, though. I'm going to find that name. Keep talking, Ben. Jeff does start with a G. Fun fact. Some people spell Jeff G-E-O-F. What? What? Jeff. Jeff. What? <laughs> <laughs> Soundbite. That was funny, Noah. Um, um. J-E-F-F. Jeff. Hey, why don't we go back talking about Formula One, guys? Yes. So <laughs> Stop it. Speak, speaking of Jeff. It was Brent. It was Brent. Sorry. Brent, yeah. So speaking of Jeff, Ross Braun, sporting director of Formula One, who formerly worked at Ferrari, has a job, and he's doing it well. So Formula One in 2026 will be dropping the MGUH which is an incredibly and needlessly complicated system which powers the wheels through the thermal energy released by the car. It's highly unreliable, and it's attached to the exhaust, so it makes the car sound worse. So guess what, guys? What? Four years from now, the Formula One cars will sound good again, and they'll rev higher. So all of you Ferrari fans of the 2000s and 
All no. the V8 Red Bull fans of We're at you, Noah. the 2010s. All of you guys, you may be a little bit more happy because they'll be revving to 11,000 RPM. Supposedly, supposedly. And they'll, they'll actually get faster, too, because they're more simple, but they're also more efficient. Um, What'd you just do to me, Noah? Why, why are you trying to look all menacing over there? I don't know. He's standing there menacingly. Scary dude. <laughs> anyway, the cars are going to get faster, and they're going to sound better. So, Ferrari fans, rejoice. Rejoice, Noah. Rejoice, uh, rejoice, Emmanuel. I want to see what happens if I record this standing up. This feels really weird. I Sit know. down. I'm, like, towering over all of you. As I lean back in my chair. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I'm normally leaning and relaxed, but this is way more fun. I only like do this for the show. I really I, close I, I to the counter this. like this. I wish I did this for the Eagles. Nest I feel like a rapper. <laughs> I feel like you're recording. I feel like a rapper. I'm like, what's up? Anything else on this Checo Max story? I mean, anyway. what does that mean for Abu Dhabi and the future for Red Bull? I mean, Max and Checo seem to get along pretty well, I think. Well, but. it's like I said uh, during the live version of this podcast, you know, what I think happened was uh, Liberty Media was inside <laughs> Max's headset, mm. and they were telling him, you know, we got to be able to sell uh, tickets and viewers to this Abu Dhabi Grand Prix we got coming up. No, Do not so- let Checo pass. We need to stir the pot a little bit. Noah said, get out your tinfoil hat. So here's a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they own the Braves. They do own the Braves. I mean, they're about to make the Braves a public trade, publicly traded company. So that'd be interesting. I'll but invest. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a big stock market person myself. I'll, even though I'll, I give, am, them, I'll even, give them like 30 cents to see what even, they can do with it. Even though I'm a, like a business major. But, yeah, so, yeah, let's keep it moving. So let's go on now to the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. The last one. The last preview we have as I pull up the stats from the track because I did not memorize it. However, I do know Max Verstappen holds the fastest lap there. And one minute and 21 seconds, point nine six oh. Come on, tell me I'm right. Tell one, me I'm right. 126.103. Gosh. So, so close. The Abu Dhabi Grand Prix at the Yas Marina Circuit, 5.281 kilometers a lap, 58 yes. laps for a – for a race distance of 306.183 kilometers. First Grand Prix held in 2009. Two DRS zones and six corners. Six corners? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? I'm sorry, 16 corners. I am. I was about to say. Like, it is late and I What am. is this, a rectangle? Katie Johnson ruined my brain tonight when I watched him. That's, that's, tra- that's a trapezoid track. Yes. One, two, three, four. Yeah. That'd be crazy. No, it would be seven corners. Hey Miami, uh, hey Miami, hit my phone. I will tell you how to make your race inter- more interesting and get more British people mad at you. I like it. Throw more turns in there. The British people go. So we return to the spot of the famous, as we called it in the earlier show, not Max's fault incident. Racing incident. The ghost of Michael Massey the, appeared. The unmitigated disaster. Pretty, it's that real. was the powers that be. And people on that day. are still complaining about it to this day. Oh, to this day. About ten and a half months later, since this race happened, I believe last year in December. I believe that's true because I was already home for Christmas break or winter break, whatever it is. Yeah, I just got home. Like the Starting day to sound before. Like Daniel in the Eagles Nest. Always yes. yawning. Sorry, <laughs> excuse me. Well, y'all got y'all got me Thank tired. Man, I woke up at eight a.m. and I've been moving. Yeah, I woke up at 7.30 this morning, and we've been cooking. No, we've what been time cooking. did you wake up? I woke up at 12.30, 30 minutes before the live uh, 
video of this. So Noah's recording. Got, Noah can keep going for on for a long, long, long. Liz, long. What time did you wake up? I woke up at ten, I think. I no, woke I woke up feeling the cheesiest. I wish. <laughs> I woke up feeling the. Cheesiest. I don't have class on Fridays, so. Lucky. I'm I'm chilling every you Friday. Dog. Do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, that are listening lit. to this podcast. We are students. We are students. We work hard. We are student athletes, no athletes. Liz, you won't get this reference, but you got that New England Revolution in you. I, you're not I gonna, do? Yes. You're not going to get that, but Noah's going to get it. I kind of get it, I think. I think you've, you been, hanging it. A, you've been hanging around a long, just long enough. Yeah. That New England Revolution. You got that dog in you. Let's you got that dog in him. All right, Bork. so. You know who else got that dog in him? Let's hear it. Katie Johnson. Yes. Let's get back to Formula Wait, One, yeah. boys. Oh, no, Mick, no, Schumacher. <laughs> Mick Schumacher's got the dog in him. Liz gives us the let's get back to Formula One. Yeah, keep telling me about it. Keep, let's keep, keep, keep telling you. Me. So Abu Dhabi, so we said this last year where the incident happened last year. Max Verstappen clinched his first ever World Drivers Championship, and he capped off one of the most incredible seasons in Formula One. By incredible, we will literally mean unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, crazy talk. Now, we don't really have this bat- much of a battle for this year's race. However, there is the chance in the for P2 in the driver's championship. So there's that between... And P4. And P4. And P6. And P6. And P11. And P11. High stakes. High stakes. Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen. Uh, not Charles. Uh, Max Verstappen. Charles Leclerc and Checo Perez are going to be battling it out for that final spot. They both are even on points. However, if they both were to DNF... Or both not finish the points. The race, the P two would go to Mr. Charles Leclerc on having more race wins than Mr. Checo Perez. So this race, double DNF. This race right here. Let's just go ahead and get our predictions in right now. Pole position. So now tomorrow morning, Mr. Benward, your pole position. Uh, well, let's see. Who did I say last time? I say pole position goes to Mr. Russell. Uh, short socks, late, latte guy. Um, any milk is fine. Any milk is fine. Like, that's just get normal milk if you like milk. Anyway, George Russell gets first uh, in qualifying. Oh God, um, Noah. I think I remember. I can't remember who you said earlier. Um, uh, well, first of all, I'm gonna go ahead and get my uh, prediction of the whole race weekend out of the way. All right. Ooh. It's going to be crazy. I believe there's a sandstorm coming into Abu Dhabi. We're going to have people flying off into the into the lights above. People are going to be crashing. You know, it's just going to be one crazy weekend. I said in the live recording that God was going to come back. (laughs) We don't know about that one. We don't know about that one. But either way, you should probably, if you feel so inclined, pick up a Bible just in case. Um, (laughs) Say your prayers. And I sure. think Daniel Ricardo is going to be able to get a uh, P1 qualifying this weekend. Wow. I, that's still even more shocking the second time hearing that. Liz, just do you have a prediction? No. No, you do not. You like good. I said before, it's too all close. I know. No, just say it's too close. Oh, it's too close to tell. I, <sighs> it's, it can go either way. It's, it can go any way. Yeah. Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen. That's a all good right. guess. That's, that's a call. So only name I know. I really, want, I, I really want. I really want to join Liz on that prediction. Oh, However, I'm going to die at the stake for my take that I have said. Holy cow! I'm going to go with Mr. Lewis Hamilton. As Ben said earlier, oh. off air, I've guessed him. I think six or seven times now to get pole position in the what races we've had like nine, ten. Because I'm like, there's no way the F1 script writers allow Lewis Hamilton to go the entire season without a pole position or a. Um, 
race win. And I feel like he can pick up one here, especially with that Mercedes car being fast in Brazil, and he's going to want revenge for what happened last year at that track. So I'm going with Sir Lewis Hamilton. Can I take back my my prediction? I know it's, no. I know it's been said on air and you now can, on a podcast. You can give that in your uh, you can give that in your uh, prediction for the race, like non pole. <sighs> Fine. All right, predictions for this race, non finishing, uh, non podium finishing. Let's go with Ben. Get go ahead and say what you want. Okay, non podium fast cars will be Aston Martin, uh, and let's see what's a car with a good top speed. Not um, you know what. I'll say it. Watch, watch the Alfa Romeos. They've been struggling lately um, just because of reliability and having tough weekends. But I think they're like, this is our time to bounce back. Uh, both the Ferrari teams will do well with their fast accelerating engines and the many corners that are on this track. Mr. Noah? All right. 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 Here's, all right. Here's, 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 what I'm, here's what I'm thinking, folks. I think all right, all right, all right. we are going to see uh, Lando Norris finish P3. Remember, this is crazy. So Daniel Carter will not score points this weekend because oh of the DNF, gracious. despite uh, qualifying first. Wow. Lando Norris, P3. <laughs> oh, gosh. Max Verstappen, P2. Oh, we're going ahead and giving our pole positions? It's okay. Go ahead. Not, not pole position. Uh, I already, already gave, getting, already gave finishing out finishing position. Already gave out my non pole position, position goes to oh. Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, he's not who does out his not finish. finishing positions yet. So. Exactly. Exactly. That's what so, he's yeah. doing now. It is. What did I just say? P two is going to be Max Verstappen. Whoa. Different from my live recording. I, okay. I think you said your live recording this. that uh, Charles is going to finish ahead of Checo, and then you had Checo finishing above Charles in the exactly. race. Exactly. Exactly. Because craziness is going to happen. I cannot say this again and again and again. Again and again and again. And again. And again. And again and again and again. And then P1. Wilderness. Sergio Perez is let through by Max Verstappen. And Nicholas Latifi crashes. Oh, no. (laughs) Nicholas Latifi. Max Verstappen pits. Lap cars are not (laughs) allowed. Sergio Perez stays out. Only the lap cars. Half the field unlaps itself. We're going to have one lap of racing to determine P2. Sounds familiar, Joe. And this... Oh, yeah, Joe. Sick. Sick as a dog. Shout out. Rest in peace, Joe. Shout out to his family. <laughs> to quote our favorite podcaster. Quote our favorite YouTuber, Rocket Powered Mohawk. And my prediction, I think I said in the race, I think I said, yeah, I said both McLaren boys are going to score points in yeah. this one. Yeah. I think Fernando Alonso is going to get in the top five. Mm. And okay. I think Vettel goes out of the – it's different from what I said in the live recording, but I've had more time to marinate and think on it. Marinate. Think, marinate. Think about food. Marinate. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with Vettel scoring points in his final race, and he probably will also win driver of the day. Whoa. If you feel so inclined, vote Sebastian Vettel for driver of the day. Wait, we're not spam voting Latifi? That's no, been the we plan. Did, we already did that once this year and it didn't work. They they, they robbed Ugh, us of it. Fine. Um, fine. So, so, yeah, I will go with Vettel. But now it is time for our finishing prediction. Noah already gave his. Benward, what do we got? Um, Got Verstappen P1. The Red Bulls look good. I don't think they're going to be worried about qualifying at all. They have a ton of pace. Uh, P2, Sergio Perez. He holds off Charles Leclerc in P3. It comes right down to the wire. Uh, Liz, who do you have? 
I think everybody's a winner at the end of the day. Boo. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. Boo. 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 That's lame. That's all I got. I don't okay, know well, everybody's everybody's a winner, according to Liz, people. And according to me, Max Verstappen is a winner. Um, who does uh, he drive? Like, what kind of car does Which one is Max he? Verstappen? Yes. He's the Red Bull. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. So which car do you think? Is the best out of all. Of uh, at this track, it's it's looking like Red Bull. There's a lot of long straights. Why do you say that? Um, mm-hmm. Did you say what you say? She said Max Verstappen finishing one, two, three. Yeah. So uh, 19 cars <laughs> DNF. Okay. Well, I said everybody's a winner, but I was actually everyone is a winner, right? Everyone is a winner. Yeah. So actually, this race will be canceled. No. Um, <laughs> Liz, Liz did previously ask, what car is the best? This year, it's been the Red Bull. I'd say. Red Bull. Okay. It's but definitely why? not. Explain to me why. Well, it's broken the it's least. It's been faster. Okay. It's, it's broken the least. That's it, besides that. It's yeah. catering. <laughs> <laughs> they just win. It's just catered the most by. to the drivers. Mm. Ah, okay. see what I did there? I see what you did there. That's, um, a, that's a me thing. Yeah, I'm getting there. Why I'm getting smooth. Like I'm an smooth. operator. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> it's, it's operated more reliably. Um, it's faster on the it's straights. It's faster on the straights. It's faster in... Uh, low speed corners as well, so that's a really dangerous combination of a car that's fast in the straights and fast in the low speed. That doesn't happen very often. Ferrari's been faster in the medium speed, and it has a quicker acceleration, so you can get better drive out of it because it uses more battery because it has a smaller. Tur- it uses it has more battery capacity because it uses a smaller turbo and so it puts out more exhaust heat. Anyway, the Ferrari is faster uh, in like a quarter mile than a Red Bull would be, but the Red Bull would take it in the mile. Um, so it just depends on where you're at and what you're, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to get out of the car and what breaks the least. So Red Bull, big time. Big, big Red Bull girl. Huge. Love. Love. And my predictions, I can't even remember what I said at the beginning. I said P3, I'm going to go with Checo Perez. Okay. P2, Carlos Sainz. And P1, I'm going with. Max Verstappen to finish up an incredible, one of the most incredible dominant seasons. If and he wins, will he get booed? In Abu Dhabi, I mean, he didn't get booed when he won. I doubt it. They weren't exactly excited. I mean, they weren't excited, I mean, but. I mean, you should have heard the crowd. Honestly, I think he Max was treated worse at Imola, than, or at, um, in Monza than he was in um, uh, Silverstone. Mm, those. Because they booed the entire time on the podium. Like, those to Fosse. Also, but Max didn't win in Silverstone, so it wasn't like as bad. No, I thought at the end. But yeah, I think Noah's trying to sing a Christmas song. I think. So Noah, what happens the next time we come back? What, what time will uh, it be? Uh, uh, start doing an outro because I got to figure out a good Christmas song to sing. We can all sing it together. Well, do you the, have the an true idea Christmas for a Christmas spirit? Song? Yes, we'll have to do a little bit because I don't think we can sing all of it because copyright reasons. And a one. Do you it's think we're good enough to sing a Christmas song enough to where we get Everywhere you go, take and a look at the finer things. It's glistening once, once again. again.
Danny Kane. Okay, that, that's my enough my Michael Blue. That's enough of our Michael Blue impressions. But Grandma they, got run over. Okay, <laughs> Grandma got run over by a Coming home from Miles. As we ascend into chaos, we want to thank you guys for listening to this a little bit shorter podcast, but more all together. We'll be back after the break to give you our final show of the semester. But thank you again for listening to this podcast version. I can't tell you to listen to it in the podcast version if you didn't already listen to it because it's the this not live it. version. This is it. This is it. You're listening to live the recorded version, so we thank you for that. If you get to the end, we appreciate you. But once again, for Ben McClurkin, Noah Phillips, Elizabeth Baum, I'm Greg Blankworth. Thank you for tuning in to Smooth Operators. We'll see you again soon, and War Eagle. That's all we have today for Smooth Operators, Weagle's exclusive F1 show. In case you missed some of the show or just want to relive all your favorite parts, check us out on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Till next time, this has been the smoothest operators of Weagle 91.1 FM.